Welcome to this episode of the Swim Swam podcast. I'm today's host, Coleman Hodges, and joining us today, he is the head swimming and diving coach for Howard University, which is getting ready for the second edition of Battle of the Burr versus Georgetown is happening this Saturday, October 7th. Today, we're sitting down with Nick SQ. Nick, how's it going? Goldman, what's happening, my guy? Thanks so much for having me. Uh, all is well. Super busy, but all is well. I can imagine. I'm I'm sure you've got a lot going on, especially with just coordinating this meet. I mean, we saw last year that uh, that it was a big event and a big production. And I, I think it had ripple effects in the community. We're going to talk about all that. It certainly had ripple effects for, for swimming media because we're still talking about it a year later, now now on the anniversary of the first Battle of the Burr. Um, yeah. But it was... It was so unique to swimming, and and hopefully it's becoming a little less unique in that people are trying to emulate this and get swimming out there in their own communities. Um, but just just to start us off, we got Battle of the Bird number two coming this Saturday. What can fans expect from this sequel and such a great, uh, you know, I don't know if rivalry is the right word, but such a great battle uh, with Crosstown team, Georgetown. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like when you go to your favorite restaurant and you order up your favorite meal, that's what we're going to be able to deliver once again um, with a few extras. Uh, so we're super excited this year to be able to add to, um, you know, what we delivered last year because it was so well received and we think that we know we can duplicate it. Um, our goal now is to continue to add a little bit more and a little bit more every year and you know, we're so, so grateful um, to have such an amazing partner in this with Georgetown University and Coach Jack over there. You know, yes, we're going to be competing against each other. And once, you know, the national anthem has been sung and the meet starts, uh, we're going to be going head to head and battling for sure. But um, leading up to this and even afterwards, man, it's nothing but love for mm -hmm. For Georgetown and that program and what we're looking to do together. And that's really just continue to bring more attention to the sport that we all love so much, um, as well as, you know, Coach Jack coming from Latino um, heritage, myself being African-American, trying to draw more attention to swimming as a life skill, to promote it in the community so that those that are underrepresented and under-resourced will be encouraged to take up swimming, um, as well as seeing where that could lead. And if that's a spot um, on a collegiate team, five, 10, 15 years from now, man, that's just icing on the cake. That's it. Yeah, it's and and as you uh, named the Battle of the Burr, you call it a party with a purpose. And, and obviously, it has that purpose. I think one cool thing uh, that I, I just talked to head coach Jack Levitt yesterday, one cool thing he mentioned is that Howard has uh, honorary coaches on deck of Colin Jones and Maritza Correa and Georgetown. I think they just announced this yesterday. We'll have honorary coaches, uh, Kyle Williams and Kamal Carter, the CEO and president 
of a long talk, which is an anti-racism movement, uh, which I, again, I think this just speaks to how mindful you all are being with this particular event and, and how much, how committed you are uh, to this, um, to this movement and to this goal of promoting your sport and, and promoting equality within it. Yeah, absolutely. When Jack told me um, that that's who was going to be the honorary coach, man, I was just thrilled because, you know, to have a group of men who are representing such a movement and sitting down and having honest conversations, I think that's incredible. Um, it's a testament to who they are as a program with Georgetown and, and how they're being led with Coach Jack. Um, and, you know, again, it just adds more to the dynamic of the swimming um, event, you know, for Battle at the Burr. And, that's what we want to do. Uh, we want to capture the community. We want to be able to make swimmer, non-swimmers, people who have never touched the water, whether it be by fear or access, make them encouraged to, to at least scratch their head and say, what is this about? You know, let me, let me go and read about it or let me go and see it in person and then hopefully be moved to get into the aquatic spaces or have their children into the aquatic spaces. And that's what's super thrilling about it because we're, I, I wouldn't say attacking it. I would just say we're just continuing to um, move some of the barriers and some of the challenges that might have been preset in people's minds to encourage them to come, you know, come out. And uh, the beautiful, the, the beautiful thing is, man, we're going to have such great competition um, at the end of the day. Uh, and people understand that whether you know college swimming or not, whether you understand the difference between, you know, the freestyle and the butterfly or not, you know who touches the wall first. And that's going to be really cool to see the, the crowd super excited, super energized. And again, we're, we're hoping that that will capture even more fans to our sport. Uh, so in terms of your honorary coaches, I'm, I'm from Columbia, Missouri. Uh, there's not a lot of celebrities that come out there, but I, when I was a kid, there was one swim clinic that happened and it was Maritza Correa and Rowdy Gaines. And it was one of the coolest experiences I had as a, as a young swimmer to see, you know, real, real Olympians, um, come to our small little like outdoor, uh, public pool and do a swim clinic. Um, so for for your kids to not only get to interact with Maritza and Cullen, but to have them as honorary coaches, uh, I mean, can you can you speak to what that means to, you know, a college swimmer who I think in their heart is still that that little swimmer kid who's just looking up to their heroes and 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 chasing their goals? Yeah, I mean, having Maritza and Cullen is just huge, not just for our team, but also for all of the organizations that we're inviting. So we've invited Jack and Jill organizations. We've invited swim teams. We've invited high schools and middle schools. Um, we've invited swim programs that are in the community to come to the meet and be a part of the watch party and in the natatorium. And Cullen's going to bring his medals. Maritza's going to bring her medals. How cool is it to, 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 like you said, to be able to look up to them, right? Individuals who have been at the highest level, who have achieved, in our sport, what is the pinnacle being an Olympic, you know, an Olympian, let alone an Olympic medalist in both regards. Um, Maritza has been a big supporter for water advocacy, water safety advocacy, learn to swim programs. She's the ambassador for swim 1922, which is swim, excuse me, Sigma Gamma Rose 
sororities swim initiative. Um, so when we were thinking about, okay, who can we get in the swim world? You know, there, there were a great number of people, but who better than Maritza, who's heading the charge for that? And then of course, Cullen, you know, with Speedo being a Speedo ambassador and both of them working collectively with USA Swimming Foundation, um, you know, as well as Rowdy, you know, doing so much within that organization to continue to um, create clinics and camps that they will attend to inspire, you know, our future. So um, my team is going to be especially blessed to have them on the deck. Um, I'm like, you know, as a coach, I'm just going to step back and be like, hey, go to Coach Cullen, go to Coach Maritza, whatever they say is good with me. I know they're in great hands and are going to get some great feedback, some great interaction. And I feel like, you know, for Maritza and Cullen, they're looking forward to it as well. Um, this is a great opportunity. This is the only space where they're going to to be engaged at an HBCU campus. And there is a big initiative to bring back more HBCU um, swimming and diving programs. Because you know, in the 80s, there were quite a few, there were over 20 HBCUs that had swimming and diving programs. And now Howard University is the only program um, in, in the country right now. Uh, so it's an amazing opportunity, I think across the board. And I think everyone is going to feel super, super fulfilled um, for what we're able to produce this weekend. It's uh, between Battle of the Burr, uh, Sports Illustrated, and then just, just winning a conference title. It seems like last year, um, How Howard was was very much put on the map in terms of the swimming and diving team. Um, certainly, you guys got a, a lot of attention and um, a lot of people found out about you who who didn't necessarily know what who Howard was and what they were about um, heading into this year. Do you, do you feel a change in the team in terms of just um, in terms of that visibility as well, and as well as um, the team's expectations of themselves after having the year that they did after that huge success of battle of the, of the bird number one. And then again, just getting a conference title, being on the cover of Sports Illustrated, um, do, it, do you feel a difference? And have you maybe reacted to that in any certain way? Absolutely. Um, I mean, that's that's just part of the nature of raising your profile. Um, I think for so long, we were attempting to raise a profile and looking for um, opportunities to, to shine. But then we really settled in just being ourselves and doing things organically, doing things authentically, um, doing things that we in our minds and our hearts felt was right. And um, last year, all the pieces of the puzzle came together and it was really cool, but also different for us because as we had talked to the team so many years before, it's like, listen, we're going to do the things we do the way we do it when we do it. And, and that was the messaging. Um, and now as we continue last year, as we continue to do that, it just so happened that there were more cameras and there were more reporters that were being able to capture us at our, at our best, right. And being, and capture the essence of our, our program that had been continuing to build over the years. This year, it's a little bit different. It's more about just managing that and having the conversations about, okay, you know, we've always known that we needed to be the leaders and we needed to be a representation and we needed to uphold the brand. Um, and now it's like, okay, we definitely have to continue that going on now because 
there are so many more people watching and so many people looking up to us, looking forward to seeing us being a success. And we, we want to make sure that we're doing, uh, you know, it honestly and, and making sure that our team every single day is putting in the work to earn it, to deserve it, and to be able to inspire others to do the same the right way. So it's a little bit different. It's evolved for sure. Um, but I think our team is doing a really good job of it. I'm kind of curious, you know, you, you've got this battle of the bird to kind of to, to start the season. It's both of your, you and Georgetown's first official meet of the season. Uh, and then you've got conference championships, which again, um, your men won last year. And uh, the, I'm, I'm curious, like what's, what's the more fun meet, you know, it's like, how, how, how do you, how do the swimmers react differently, I guess, from this first meet, which is such, such a high in so many different ways. And then obviously you've got a conference championships, which is kind of the pinnacle of that season and, and, and caps it off. Yeah. Um, the conversation ha has came up. I think it was one of the best ways I can explain it is last year, in previous years, we'd always talked about, hey, we got really high energy when we're at our home meets. That's our home place. And then when we go to other places, our energy was tending to drop. Um, the environment's different, you know, all different kinds of factors involved in it. But we talked to our team about, listen, we don't have to look to create any type of energy because each and every one of us, we are that energy. So wherever we go, that is our atmosphere. We make it our environment. And that was something that happened at Battle of the Bird. And then we continued that all the way through the season. And it just exploded at conference. I think conference, because of the duration of, you know, that four and a half days uh, and, and prelims and finals, that was in and, and the, the setup leading into it. Um, you know, we were only successful in keeping that same energy because the team really believed that they were the energy and they brought it and they were able to sustain it that entire time um, because they bought into that messaging uh, that, you know, we had the conversations about even earlier on. And yeah, it was, it, it, it wasn't easy. You know, there were definitely times where we had to remind the team and to make sure that they stay focused and locked in. Um, and that, that is, you know, all great coaches are going to be able to do that with their teams and, and make sure that they're focused on the goals but more importantly on the work within the plan to get to the goals. And, um, you know, last year was just that. And I felt like the, the excitement for battle at the Burr was the start and we kept it going. And the conference championship was the end of that chapter. And we were able to keep the level that high all the way throughout. So that's, that's a great descriptor. Um, I really, I, I like that narrative of uh, <laughs> you start here, you end here, you, you keep it going from, I am curious, just from a, from a total swim nerd, nuts and bolts perspective, what, what do you feel like as a coach you learned um, from last season that you are trying to carry into this season, or you're trying to portray to your athletes this season? Um, You know, the, the season is, uh, the season is what it is. You know, our, our collegiate season is the way we know it. it. It starts in the late September for most of us and culminates in February with championships and for in March for nationals. I think, you know, for us, it's about enjoying the ride, enjoying, enjoying the journey. 
um, throughout the season, uh, making sure that we're checking um, uh, checking each milestone and celebrating each milestone as we go because you know we're going to see some personal best throughout the season. We're going to see some records broken throughout the season. Um, we're going to see some failures even during the season. And the failure is a part of the process of getting to where we want to go. So I think the thing that I've learned is to, you know, just to, to go ahead and buckle up the safety belt, you know, hold on to the rails and enjoy the ride. Um, Cause it's going to be ups and downs, twists and turns and um, accepting all of those for what it is. And, and remembering that we don't get this time back. So it, 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 it only serves us um, justice if we enjoy it as we go and we enjoy doing it together. Um, you know, early on as a coach, it was it was so much about how much yardage and how, what technique and all these other things. And it still is. But I think I've allowed us as a coach, I've allowed myself to make sure that our team enjoys going through it, because, um, you know, as a swimmer and everybody out there watching knows as a swimmer, man, it's grueling. It's tough. Um, in those 5 a.m. practices, the cold pools and the long sets, uh, that can take a toll on us. And, you know, if we're if in our minds we're we're not loving it and or we're not at least loving the environment, um, we're not loving the suffering that we have to sustain in order to 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 get 0.03 faster, you know, it, it's going to be much tougher. Um, and especially as a collegiate swimmer, it's going to be much tougher to then say, all right, I want to do it again, you know, as a sophomore. And I want to do it again as a junior and a senior. Um, so enjoying it has been some of the things that I've, I've definitely um, learned how to do even more and have tried to, you know, not only allow, but encourage our team to enjoy it more. Again, I, I really, I really love that sentiment. And I, I think a lot of, uh, hopefully a lot of coaches hear that and, and take note because I think, I think that's becoming a much more common theme in our sport, which I, which I really like, uh, because it is so, so grueling and it, it can be, yeah, 5am practices, cold pool. It's like, there, there's a lot of aspects of it that aren't super enjoyable. So the effort to making, things enjoyable, um, especially on the coaches. And I, I think doesn't go unnoticed for me at least. <laughs> uh, but, uh, Nick, thank you as always for taking the time to sit down and chat. Uh, it's, it's so great catching up with you and, and getting excited for this second edition of the battle of the burr, uh, to, to, to end things here. If you've got anything else, uh, please, please just shout them out. But I I'm curious, what excites you the most about the this upcoming meet on Saturday? Oh, man. I, I can't wait to see the crowd. Um, <laughs> the crowd is like no other. And, and you know, you mentioned other coaches taking note and other programs taking note. It's been so amazing to see other programs, you know, not not duplicating because everybody, every program's got to do it their own way. And it's so amazing to see people ex enjoying the sport, not just the swimmers and the parents, but also students and faculty members and other others. You know, we saw at the UNCW meet, I was so, my heart was so happy. You know, we saw at women's NCAAs, how they had a on-deck DJ for, for that. That was so cool to see, not just the DJ, but how the crowd was responding, how the swimmers were responding. And that's that enjoyment. That's that excitement. I think it's super cool. Um, so I, I'm, I can't wait to see all of our fans and supporters um, 
and even the Georgetown fans and supporters in the house on Saturday for such a great competition. Um, we're looking forward to the, we've got two different DJs, one in the watch party area, one in the natatorium. We've got special guest commentator, Matt Laprino, um, who's the voice of the Northeast conference swimming and diving. Uh, that's going to be super cool. Um, coach Jack has his honorary coaches. We have our honorary coaches. Um, we've got food, we've got fanfare, we've got giveaways. Um, something that's really cool is, you know, we're, we're now with Speedo and, and Speedo has really stepped up with us to be able to do even more community engagement. So um, being able to give free uh, uh, swim caps and goggles to community groups, that's going to be amazing. We've also partnered with MyL, with it, which is a hair care product company, um, to, to, to be able to give out products again, because, you know, especially in our community, the hair is so important and there's not a lot of products out there for people of color um, for their hair care, even though I'm a bald head black man. You know, I've got three little girls with heads full of hair and, and I've got team with, you know, women who are always, you know, looking for products that can help them protect their hair and their hairstyle. So um, it's going to be amazing uh, all, all across the board. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to Saturday and looking forward to, to welcoming Georgetown into the Burr um, for this next battle. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.